Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 117-99 loss to the Houston Rockets, Riker. And this isn't just a Houston Rockets team that is bad. This is a Houston Rockets team that has lost 20 straight games. They have not won a single game since early February, Riker. It's time, it's time. We, we said it was time after the Cleveland Cavaliers game, but now it's really time to, to look at this team with the trade deadline coming forward and say, when you're losing to a team that just lost 20 straight with all of your players, with all of your guys, it's a horrible look, Riker. Not has lost, had lost. That is a time of the past, a status of the past. They have no longer lost 20 straight. They've snapped their historically bad losing streak, third worst losing streak in nba history <laughs> oh just let that sink in ben and of course it's at the hands or the mercy of the toronto raptors i for the fight fans out there i know there's not a ton but i'm going to bring it up because it's a perfect analogy tyson Fury versus deontay wilder won. he was knocked out late in the 12th round his soul got knocked out of his body his head hit the canvas the sixth count comes tyson or deontay wilder is pressing the gypsy king all around and then all night and then all of a sudden he just gets this second wind he rises from the canvas and just comes back in the rematch fight he brought it to him and what he said after was just something clicked and he had new motivation a new understanding of what had to be done then that's what the raptors are finding right now they've been <laughs> knocked out their heads have smacked off the canvas it is time for them to rise with a new purpose in tanking in trading in acquiring new pieces and moving forward with a purpose Ben, that we can all rally behind so i'm i'm excited despite how humiliating this is but ben it's getting hot I, I, you can feel it you can feel the heat in our heads and you know what time it is i feel it there's a lot going to be said on this podcast we're just getting amped up so we're going to dive straight into it foul. Nick Nurse just got a technical foul. That's right. Sean, what's pulling out your hair tonight? Gentlemen, we lost to the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets that just lost 20 straight and they beat us and I have no words to describe what just happened and I am just like everybody in the chat right now and it's blowing up I'm I, I it's unbelievable and I will just tell you this right behind sir Ben Rogers right now I don't know what you're doing right now you might be uh, doing the dishes you might be doing your homework whatever just look up and look behind sir Ben Rogers there is a jersey of Kyle Lowry sitting there. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this was the last game of Kyle, La of Kyle Lowry. Uh, ben has, has put it up there as a, as a memento to Kyle Lowry, the greatest Raptor of all time. Uh, this was his last game. And it, it, it happened in a gym to a team that lost 20 straight. I, it, it's unfortunate, really. But Kyle Lowry is going to have a beautiful career uh, uh, in Philadelphia. And God bless him because he's done so much for the Toronto fan base. And I salute you, uh, uh, Kyle Lowry. And to the rest of the Raptors, the tank is here. Let's go, okay? 
put put take out take out OG, take out Siakam, put the put the jobbers in, let the tank begin. And and with that, ladies and gentlemen, it is actually a special day because I'm here actually from a digital health startup called yourmd.ca here in Canada. We um, we are a telemedicine platform. We connect individuals to uh, the best Canadian doctors in this country. And in in essentially because of Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry's last game, if you come to our Instagram page and you just DM us, Kyle Lowry, we will pay for any assessment that you need <laughs> for your MD just because it's Kyle Lowry's last game. Uh, I have no other words. Riker, Sir Ben, I'm out. Wow, Sean. So Ooh. no sir title for Riker yet, but that's it. That's it. I'll uh, I'll work my way up. I'm not I'm not terribly offended well, by listen, that. Well, listen, listen. I'm coming back in. <laughs> if you had if you had that Walmart hat, I'll call you Sir Walmart Riker. That's it. I can't flash it. I can't flash it and put too much pain onto this evening. And you know what? 20 I hear it. I'm hearing it from you and Ben. 20 losses in a row this Houston Rockets team but truly it was just two losses in a row because they didn't have full strength until recently with John Wall back in the rotation Christian Wood who's obviously the be-all end-all for this team but I agree with you I called for it last podcast Ben broke down the trade rumors and I 100% agree with his assessment you're looking at Dinwiddie you're looking at maybe Rashawn Holmes or maybe um you know, basically any big on the Sacramento Kings. And then you're looking at absolutely 110% trading Kyle Lowry because this man needs to be on a winning team. He needs to be in a win now situation. He's not, he's, he doesn't have any purpose on a team that has a trajectory that you're not even going to make the playoffs. He's not going to resign. He's in the cusper, the tail end of his career. Trade him while there's significant value. There's literally a bidding war going on between Philadelphia and Miami to get him back. This probably is, I, I hate to say this probably is his last game, but you got to get value back for the man. One day left until the trade deadline, Ben. Yeah, and there's a lot of things Sean said there. There's a lot of things you said there, Riker, and I'm still getting over the fact. I put it in the title, but this could be, this this likely is the last ever time Kyle Lowry played in a Raptors this played in a Ra Toronto Raptors uniform that's something that's really tough to just comprehend to really put together as you know Kyle Lowry's the goat he's been here for the past eight years he's been the reason we're good and now we're we're likely going to have to move on from him as you said there's a bidding war going on with Philadelphia Miami all these teams saying Okay, whether or not, who who they're going to give up, will it be Tyler Hero, will it be any of those guys? And we're going to be talking about that to death for the next couple days and stuff. But, and again, this might not be his last game, as we do have a game pre-trade deadline. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday night against the Denver Nuggets, so that could potentially be it. If, and maybe Lowry doesn't get traded, but at this point, I think he certainly does. And I just want to just give a moment to really, I think... We're a bit lethargic. We're a little bit shook right now just after what happened. We're we're a bit just distraught, Riker. And as Sean said it, you said it, like we need a moment to just appreciate Kyle Lowry, everything he's done for this team before we have a lot of fun with the chat later on in this podcast talking about trade scenarios because that's always a good time. But just shout out Kyle Lowry. He won us a chip. He's the Raptors' goat. There's not more that can much more that can be said about this guy that isn't... He, he's the best. He's the greatest. And if this is his last game tonight, 
it's truly he's had a truly phenomenal Toronto Raptors career. Oh yeah, you're doing him a service yeah. if the Toronto Raptors trade him to a team that is positioned to actually make a, a run for the finals. And I and I think it fits within what the Toronto Raptors organization would try to do. Regardless if you make a couple moves, a couple tweaks here and there, the Raptors aren't really in the same league right now as Brooklyn Nets, as Milwaukee Bucks, unfortunately, even though they won that series. They're not in the same league as the Philadelphia 76ers, it seems, even though they took a game off of them. When it came down or when it comes down to playoff time, even if you make a couple of tweaks, this team just seems too inconsistent. So you put Kyle Lowry in an immediate win now situation, you bring back picks, you bring back young guys, you maybe bring back Tyler Hero, you maybe bring in Dinwiddie, who's legit off the bench. You bring in a big Ben. I see you rubbing your face. I don't know if you disagree We're going to lose Kyle here, Lowry, bro. I can't even hear. I've been hearing the rumors all day, and I'm excited for the rumors. I apologize. But- but let me say then let me say asian jelly says as long as kyle doesn't go to the clippers i'll be fine we both agree with that 76ers would be a tough look but the clippers would just be a devastation and then the second thing is uh who said dc now he'll come back for his final year maybe not final year he said he'd come back for the 10-day contract or whatever so he can sign and play one game uh, similar to didn't D Wade do that with yeah, Miami Heat? Yeah, he'll so he get a one-day contract. There. He'll he'll retire Raptor, but it's this is truly his last moments with the team, likely. And if it isn't, then we're just gonna have to suffer through another. We're on a nine-game losing streak, and the Raptors goats—they seem to go out on just horrible notes. Outside of Kawhi, Lowry's going out likely on a nine or ten-game losing streak. If we lo- play against Denver, we're not beating Denver, right? Demar Derozan went out. He he got a flagrant two in a final game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Those two guys that dragged us out of the mud, their their careers are ending poorly on, so to speak, on a lower note in terms of the final games that they've played, but they are goats. I'm, I'm going to get out of this funk. I'm, I'm going to get a bit perky because it is an exciting time to be a Raptors fan. I'm getting that all out of my system, Riker. But Ben, we, I'm a get a bit perky <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> I'm a get a bit perky. I don't know what's what's going on with this, but we should talk a little bit about this game because this is technically a game reaction. But firstly, we're all distraught. We're all sad. Kyle Lowry's gone. Respect to the man. If he officially gets traded, we'll have a trivia video. We'll have all that sort of stuff. But to talk about this game a little bit, it's been the same case with the Toronto Raptors all year, right? We have our top six guys. Four of a top, four out of our top six always play well, and that's reasonable because you know they're your rotation pieces. That's what you really need to win games. But then the rest of the roster is just not there, not consistent, not able to do it for you. Fred VanVleet had twenty seven points, Norm had nineteen, uh, Siakam had twenty one, three. Gra- then Kyle Lowry had seventeen. But then you know Stanley Johnson was in the starting lineup in place of OG Ananobi, zero points. Chris Boucher, who's usually a reliable guy. Four points, one of seven. Aaron Baines, the the insurance pylon, and we've been we've been mostly positive about Baines and his role coming off the bench and saying, okay, he's a good insurance guy, he's this, he's that. We're we've been fairly positive about Aaron Baines, but my God, the worst stretch of basketball outside of the the grade sevens that I I coach and stuff in Newfoundland and all. There there they honestly I haven't seen a a stretch of basketball worse than that in their age group. Right, the grade six, grade seven boys. Aaron Baines comes out onto the court. I'm playing the insurance pylon again. Right, he comes out on the court immediately. One pass to him on a pick and roll, flies out of his hands. 
right? The next possession, or it's the same possession because the ball flew out and I think Malachi picked it up. He's standing underneath the rim, right? The ball gets thrown to him, like right directly to him. And there's a bit of fire on it, but you're completely open. The ball is just catching it, right? The ball flies out of his hands once again. Right then, he gets crossed up by by Brittany Grinder or whatever DJ Wilson or whatever his name is. The it looks like they pulled him from the WNBA. They crossed up Aaron Baines on the next That's possession. Just rude. Right, he he's a. That's just rude. <laughs> Brittany Grinder's coming out crossing up Aaron Baines, and then the possession after you're texting me what is going on with Aaron Baines. He catches it underneath the rim, catches it underneath the rim, and pulls up for this like like hook dunk and it flies out he bricked a dunk Riker. i don't know i'm playing the the pylon second and it was a back-to-back they were fatigued they were tired it was a back-to-back then (laughs) if i have to hear leo routens or anyone say look at pascal his hands are on his on his knees they're struggling they're tired Paul Watson, I know he's only played four minutes, but but he's tired out there too, right? He hit a couple shots early on. You can't expect him to be able to run back the floor. It, The excuses, the this, the that, I can't get over it. I can't get, you know, I feel bad for trashing on Baines because he's been solid. He has been good. I think he's gotten a lot of flack, but that start of the game was really tough for him right now. But I don't know, Riker. I've, I'm not stressed out because I've embraced it. I've embraced the the tank. Let's be bad. Let's not trade all of our assets, right? Like, not trade Norman Powell, but move on from Lowry. Get some assets back. Trade minimal pieces. Trade the bench that hasn't been productive for you so far. Get Spencer Dinwiddie. Get Rashawn Holmes or Marvin Bagley. Those are the guys I want to go after, or I want to get Marvin Bagley. The Rashawn Holmes and Dinwiddie are reported by Shams. But Riker, it's a... it's, do you have any more takes from this game? Because I, feel I do. Like, okay, I do have yeah, a couple yeah, more takes. Yeah. I do have a couple more takes. Like legitimate takes yeah. is that one John Wall, poor efficiency tonight, but he looked pretty good. Yeah. I didn't realize he hasn't lost his athleticism after so many years out and such horrific injuries. He had that iconic John Wall 360 in the air finished. I don't remember who it was around, nor do I remember who he did that to a couple of years back, but he looked pretty good tonight. Chris Boucher, you said he didn't have much of an offensive output. He got dominated by Christian Wood. Christian Wood is a stud. That's the guy we're shedding tears that we didn't pick up in free agency because, again, you don't re-sign or you don't add a contract extension to Boucher. You don't pick up Aaron Baines. You give all that money to Christian Wood and it's happy in Raptors land right now. This is the alternate universe where everything is good. I also want to say there's like 400 or more people floating around now in this live. So pop into the like section, Get in make sure you like subscribe. Section. This is what I'm extremely curious about is we're saying it. It's almost a guaranteed that Kyle Lowry, this is it. He's done. He's out the door. It makes sense. Like it makes sense from where the Raptors want to go. It makes sense from giving him a positive situation so we can actually compete at the twilight of his career. But do you guys think that he's, that this is it? Yeah. Right. It, is it for sure done? Is this, his last game as a Toronto Raptor, pop into the comment section, give it a like if you think so. I, I just want to hear, you know, people are kind of responding to us, but what do you guys actually think? Those are my takes and my opinions. But again, but you know, before we get into yeah. like trade scenarios, Ben, this is what I think. Mm-hmm. It gives the team direction, right? Yeah. Being middle of the pack sucks because you know that you're not competitive enough to win, but you're not bad enough to be in a trade or a uh, a lottery pick situation you're just treadmill and you're going to win some you're going to lose some it's just dreadful it's boring now the raptors they might be in a situation where at least you know hey let's let's start making moves 
Let's be bad. Let's get a draft pick. We already have like three Pascal Siakam, OG, and Fred locked in. We can re-sign Norm if we want. That's a good core. Let's build around it. This becomes more fun now. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And to build off those points, right, we're on the road to 20K subscribers. We've been forgetting to plug it, but Kyle Lowry's face is on that car. He's driving us right now. So tell your friends, right, get on this car before Kyle Lowry is traded and hop into the like section because it really helps us out. If you want to see a trade, not necessarily Lowry, not necessarily Norm, but just something happen. And if you don't, still hop into the like section and tell us why in the comment section below why you don't want to see a trade. But Riker, you said a lot of good points there, especially about this game, about everything going on. And I'm peeping at the chat and it's looking like people are agreeing that Kyle Lowry's getting moved. It's, it's the thing that it's, it's, it would be stupid. It would be foolish for us not to trade Kyle Lowry. He's a win-now guy. He's a ceiling raiser. But unfortunately, we don't have a house. We don't have a, a we don't have a constructed building for. We don't have a ceiling for Kyle Lowry to raise. As we don't have a complete team. Our centers are are like Siakam is uh, arguably a small forward, and he jumped the ball tonight. So. It, it is what it is. I think if we get a center, we could be good. But do we want to be good? We've dug ourselves a hole and all that sort of stuff. But we're going to swing into the segments before we really dive into all this. And tonight, the spicy pea lay of the day. Brought, brought to you by... I got the I got the spice here, right? This segment's playing pretty long on, on the screen. But the spicy pea lay is sponsored by Roja Jungle Spice. We got that here. Got the, the fire hot sauce looking. Riker's going to take a dab of it tonight. But uh, well, it takes it every time we, we do this. But straight from the jungle to Amazon, Riker. I don't know if you have anything more to say about the, the hot sauce. But he he's taking a dab of it here. It's got to go to John Wall and that spin layup he had. I don't know if you have any others in mind or you want to talk about that dab, Riker. I actually love this hot sauce, yeah. man. There, there's like a bunch... He's pushing the Roja. That's the new flavor, but there's a ton of flavors that I don't know if you've dabbled into them now, but they're fantastic. Check out the promo code. Ben, you gave it to John Wall, did you? Yeah, John Wall spin layup. Norm had a couple dunks, and to be fair, I trashed on Baines earlier in this, and I'll throw throw a segment back up. He did come back after that horrible stretch of play and had a nasty jam. I think it was over Christian Wood. I don't know if the, you have any other ones in mind, Riker. Kyle Lowry had a really nice lob to Pascal Siak. Did, did you, did you oh, yeah. say that as yeah. well? Yeah. That was nice. There were some good plays in this. Now, I will admit to you, I fell asleep sometime in the third quarter, like, boom, like that, and I just completely awoke when you texted me at the end of the game. So <laughs> all of my plays are from first half. That's it. OGs tonight, Ben. I mean, we've said it a ton of times. Yes, this is a team that has an historical losing record. 20 games. Worst of all time, I think, is 26. It is the 2012-2013 Philadelphia 76ers. Is it? Mm -hmm. That was the worst of all time. And that was the... What what, what was it called? The progress? No, the process. Trust the process. That was the worst team of all time in terms of losing streak. And the Houston Rockets are right up there in the mix. But again, 18 of those 20 games was Sons was without Christian Wood. And now that they have him Did back. You say Sons? You, yeah, you said you were studying French the whole time while you were watching this game. <laughs> I was it studying was... French the whole time watching this game. And I learned in that time that it's not Sons, bro. What is it? Sans. 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 Chris Boucher. Sans. Christian Wood. And 
that's it. He's back now. He had two games where he didn't have his legs under him, and then he absolutely feasted on Chris Boucher. He was just cutting him up in the paint, outside, step backs, uh, side steps, uh, Euro steps. Like, he literally scored on Chris Boucher in every way imaginable. That So, yeah, OGs that they technically lost to one of the worst teams of all time, but also not, not really OGs because they were really only on a two-game losing streak with the core unit. Riker, we lost to a team that lost 20 straight. There's no other way of putting it. I know you're trying to be chill about it and all that sort of stuff, but it was a bad look. It was, And we didn't lose. We didn't lose, Riker. We lost by 18 points. Quick maths, just looking at the, looking at the box score. We were blown out. We were blown out by a team that is trash. Utter trash. They didn't have Victor Oladipo. John Wall wasn't even supposed to play in this game. That's probably a reason he shot 8 for 30, right? They they were not good. This whole game, it was just not a good look. And we were worse. We were worse. I don't know what's going on. Because the thing about it is, is watching this team, watching this squad, obviously, there is talent, right? Siakam, and I wanted to give the OGs to him because he had a bunch of shots that really made me say OGs. These, the, his mid-range shot... I don't know what it is, but because he was a decent shooter at one point. But I don't know if he's taken a jump shot since he's returned from a health and safety protocols that hasn't hit the outside of the rim, right? That's from the mid and stuff. I don't know if he has. So it is what it is. Those shots made me say, oh, geez, Norm Powell struggled, all that, those sorts of things. But this team has talent. Siakam for, I see people in the chat saying he's the worst max contract of all time. This, that, whatnot, right? All that sort of stuff, right? He's, he's not that, and... Even though he's not a true number one option right now, he's still talented. Norman Powell is ridiculously talented. Fred Van Vliet is good. 27 points tonight, inconsistent a little bit, right? We have Chris Boucher, Usol. We have OG. We have a solid core, right? So we don't blow that up. We don't trade that for nothing. But if we're losing with that core, right, don't go and get a center right now to sort of piece it back together and make us fight for the sixth seed, right? To get Or the play-in tournament where we lose to the Nets. Because we could do that. Right? This is not to say the Raptors could be completely hopeless. Right? And fair enough. Maybe that's the best route. Maybe that's the route Masai Ujiri sees. But when you're already in a situation like this, rarely does a team with a lot of talent right, have the opportunity to get uh, Cade Cunningham, uh, a Mobley. I, I don't even know who these guys are. I just hear people talking about them in our comment section. But I hear they're good, Riker, in the top five of this chat, in the top five uh, players in this draft. Right, if you can get a top five pick while maintaining the talent, while having cap space next season, while still having a winning culture, right, while being in such a rare scenario where you don't have a home court, where it's an excuse, there's a pandemic, there's everything, maybe this is the perfect time. We just go down, we tank, and not and when we say tank, we don't mean trade Norman Powell for nothing, right? Don't we don't mean wave Siakam or something like that, right? Do all these sorts of things. That's the OGs, Riker. I'm swinging into the Mario Gold Star because I'm excited to well, read but, this but, chat. But let me say this. I yeah. want to just elaborate on your point. Hassan Marshall said, do what OKC done. Get a bunch of trade for a bunch of draft picks. No, 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 no. This is more similar to Golden State Warriors. They had yeah. one bad season. They pick up James Wiseman, who now they could potentially flip into Carl Anthony Towns, supposedly. Obviously, contracts wouldn't match up. And they, you know, they roundabout ways. They got Andrew Wiggins, who's been balling now for them. That, I would say, would have been the worst max contract of all time and mm -hmm. how many years did he get paid and now he's he's turned around his career yep. it seems 
it's also like the San Antonio Spurs. You know, they have one season where David Robinson sucks and then all of a sudden they pick up Tim Duncan in the draft and then they become a perennial championship team. Like you have these rare, you're absolutely right, these rare times where you have your core unit intact, something happens, you're bad for a year, you pick up a good draft piece and then you just keep going. You just keep going as if nothing ever happened, just a little blip on the radar. Yep. And, and I'm down for that. And I'm down for that. To keep talking about the chat, Christopher Fung, I've seen him a few times in the chat. Shout out to you, but you just said a point. Winning culture in the question mark, or said winning culture question mark, saying we don't have a winning culture. We have a winning culture, right? We still have a roster of guys that won a championship two years ago. We've been a top two seed in the Eastern Conference for the past seven years. The Raptors have a winning culture. Until we trade away all of our core, we have a winning culture. I'm not taking that slander, right? The Raptors are a good franchise. They're known as a good franchise. They're well-coached. They're well-managed. They're all this sort of stuff, right? So this is a perfect opportunity to really get that guy Right, and we're we're basically going in the chat. The final, the infamous, the one, the only, Tamara Carroll Gold Star Award. It's going to Malachi Flynn's dad. Right, he's been pitching to get Malachi Flynn more minutes, and Malachi has had zero points tonight, zero of two from the field. He doesn't want to shoot the basketball. I think Malachi Flynn could be good, but he's just, he's just not shooting. He's not being aggressive. He's not doing these things. I'm also putting it putting it on my my screen as well here. DeAndre Bembry's getting another one, Riker, because this guy. He's shown promise, he's shown this, he's shown that. And I thought Leo Routens, even though I wanted to throw a shoe at the TV every time he said that the Raptors were tired and fatigued and whatnot, but he did make a good point about DeAndre Bembry, who has been struggling for minutes, hasn't really been getting an opportunity, and he had an opportunity in this one. He actually had a decent stretch of, of minutes there. He had three points, play, had some defensive stops, missed a few shots, but then just got super frustrated, got thrown out of the game. We didn't even see it on TV, but what are you doing? Right? You're trying to earn minutes. The Raptors are trying to claw their ways back, and obviously you and I, we don't care if we win or lose at this point. We honestly would rather lose because tank, but if you're trying to earn minutes, if you're trying to be a guy that's showing your value, don't get thrown out as soon as your team is going on a little bit of a run. Those are my little Damari Carroll gold stars, Riker. I don't know if you had any other ones in mind. Oh, that's good. That's a perfect point to bring up. I'm looking at the comment section too. Iceman like Gervin said Chandler Parsons is the worst max contract of all time. I I would agree with that. I would challenge anybody to bring up a, a, a player that was worse after getting paid than Chandler Parsons. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, a little bit of that was injury, and then also just like getting well, traded around a, a ton. A lot of that was correctly. injury because the guy just didn't play. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's that, Ben. Let's let's sound the final alarm. Final. That's right. The final alarm has gone off. And yes, it does say two minutes on it, even though we usually go for 20 minutes of the final alarm. But you guys are just too fun. So we're gonna we're gonna be reading the chat. Uh Pascal has no rhythm again. Indeed he doesn't, Danny. He is not good right well he was fine he's been okay he's been up and down uh kyle lowry is our winning culture that's a fair point but fred van vliet he's a winning guy i think siakam's a winning guy too right like these guys are good right landry Field. Yeah, people are just venting their frustrations yeah. now to say that the raptors have a losing culture i mean you look at the box scores of the last couple games you're telling me that fred van vliet putting up 27 points right at his height getting guarded against an athletic john wall 
that, that you know that that guy's not a winner right you look at norm powell and the, what he's been able to do since being inserted into the starting lineup this season the man is shooting and uh, now tonight's an exception but he's shooting like over 40 percent from three people were absolutely losing their minds when we suggested that he might be traded they thought that we were saying that he should be traded right he has an incredible value to this team pascal siakam was the legitimate second option on a championship team it wasn't a mickey mouse ring that was a legitimate year that was pre-covid pre-bubble the raptors they fought an incredibly tough series against the 76ers then the bucks and then they beat the golden state warriors that was a real championship pascal siakam was the second option there this is a winning team and they're just not getting it done this season now you make the right moves you look a little bit more far-sighted down the road you put together a better surround i mean what is it ben it's the bench it's the bench it's not having a big man there's a i mean some very obvious things that are happening and if you can adjust those in the right time frame, then this team can easily get back to winning, get back to the playoff picture. Bro, I have no idea who... Ke- we have a, a few people keep commenting the Raptors want a Mickey Mouse ring. Like, I see that on Twitter and stuff at LeBron James, but it makes no sense to us. Yes, the Raptors lost to Mickey Mouse today. The Raptors did lose to Mickey Mouse today, and Daniel and House Jr. Jr. with those buns that he's got up there. I respect it, but, like, it's his own thing. It is what it is. People want... Samal wants us to, you and I, to sign on 10-day contracts. We could definitely help out with the tank. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could help tank. Ben's 5'6", I think. I'm 5'10". Hey, we both... <laughs> I was listed 5'8 on those uh, provincial provincial <laughs> rosters. In grade 7, I was actually listed as 6'1 once, and then I went to, like, 5'4", and then <laughs> grew, oh, to, man. grew to 5'7". It was, it was a crazy Dude. time. <laughs> I'm 23 years old and literally it took me until my 22nd year of life to admit that I'm not 5'11", I'm 5'10". That's just maturity at this point. I I know the impact that I would have on a basketball team. It's that. It's nothing. We shooters though. We're shooters. We can defend. We can can play a little bit. I don't know. The question is, would you go out with more confidence than Matt Thomas? Yes. The answer is, of course. I would shoot more than Matt Thomas. Certainly. Matt Thomas would be pump faking stuff. I'd be... I'd be letting it fly, doing these step backs and all that. I can handle, throw some no-look passes. It is what it is. But uh, bring back Jeremy Lin as tank commander. I think he'd be a good tank commander. I, I, listen, okay, this is what I'm going to say. I think we should have a real trade talk, you know, maybe tomorrow or something like that. But you had such a fantastic video. I don't want to take away your thunder. I just want to repeat why your points made sense. Dinwiddie, he's injured. He was yep. a 20 point per game guy. He is long. He's six foot five. It makes sense. You'd have him coming off the bench. You, you, you get bench scoring, which you've lost from bringing Norm Powell into the starting lineup, right? You make a trade for a big man, maybe Rashawn Holmes, but he had another fantastic evening tonight. It would make more sense if Marvin Bagley was offered for Sadiq Bay straight up and they declined. The Pistons declined that. So you give norm Powell, or sorry td and stanley johnson in the second for marvin bagley again now you have two guys that are injured you're looking to future they're all in the same age group now you have tyler harrow or duncan robinson that might be offered up along with kelly olenic along with um who else would be offered in that um goran Dragic. yeah or and a dollar or something now you like have that. yeah you have all of these assets coming back um you know, you're looking at the long term, the longevity of this team, and you keep the core unit intact, which three of them you already have on contract. And then you you have the bird rights on Norman Powell, who you can eat into the cap space a little bit if you want to resign. That's not a bad team. Yep. And you bring back fans. You go back to Toronto. You mm-hmm. play in the Scotiabank Arena. You're not the Tampa Raptors anymore. I, I don't know. That's to me, that is a pretty good way to go about things. I would challenge people to say that, you know, that's inherently flawed if you go about it. And that. this roster. 
as constructed with a Sergi Baca and with a washed Marcus Gasol, really was one game away from the NBA Finals in both of our opinions, right? This is a talented roster, and that was coming off some extreme circumstances, specifically Siakam, who really fell off a cliff at that point in the playoffs. He's been a bit better this season, but I think he's going to get back to at least athletic-looking, normal shooting Siakam next year, we'd all hope, right? So it's a situation, and uh, Marvin Bagley's a guy I really want to hone in on. The rumors were Sean Holmes, but Bagley, Sadiq Bey, the, the Pistons turned down a Sadiq Bay for Marvin Bagley trade. We can give up the same value. We can get the value of Sadiq Bay back to the Kings, right? We can do that, whether it's a couple second-round picks and Terrence Davis and Matt Thomas, right? We can make that happen. If we get Bagley, he's in the same boat as Dinwiddie. He's injured. He'll come back next season. We have the Raptors training staff to really get these guys healthy. I'd love to see it, but we're, we we're in, we got to look at the chat a little bit more. People want yeah, Nick. Somebody said somebody yeah. said icicles or something. Dinwiddie is coming off a torn ACL. That's a hard no from me. Again, you look at what the, how the Raptors manage players coming off of injury. You look at players such as John Wall or players. I mean, there's been a ton of guys that have come back from these big injuries and you're not asking them to be a starter. You're asking them to be a bench scorer. Yep. I think it's within his realm of capability to do that because he's not a guy that's finishing above the rim. He's just a skilled guard. So it would make sense to get him back player option, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it's because they are only asking for a second round pick and a role player. Yep. You're telling me you wouldn't trade Stanley Johnson and a second round pick for a guy that might come back from ACL and not be as good as what you would hope him to be as a sixth man. Like you're obviously going to take that risk. Yep. And these are the guys too. It's a free agent. He's a free agent, this, that, whatever. Right. But he averaged 21 points per game. The Raptors aren't signing anyone that averaged that close of in uh, that close of points per game this offseason, specifically, specifically after the year we've just had, right? It's it, Dinwiddie would be a great pickup. It's a cheap value. You'd have his bird rights. You'd have all that, right? Like that. That would be such a good move. Sign Boogie. We don't. We're not going to sign Boogie. Like he's not going to come here, right? It's maybe he's looking for a team, but I don't even know what's the deal with Boogie. I wouldn't want him at this point. Uh. Powell for John Collins. No, I like Mormon Powell better than John Collins. You'd have to give him the exact same money, right? The Raptors have enough guards. I see what you're saying there. But, uh, yeah, we don't want to trade our core players, right? Like, I think we finished on this point. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Vong brought it up. A, pun- a bunch of people have brought it up throughout this. If, and it seems like it's only 76ers and Heat right now that are the legit people offering packages, if it's Duncan Robinson, not Tyler Hero, and it's a Duncan Robinson package or it's a Tyrese Maxey package, who would you rather receive? Now, I know that you obviously would probably prefer to have Lowry as a Miami Heat player rather than a Philadelphia 76ers, but you know that sort of bias aside and just what we would get back, would you rather have Duncan Robinson plus or Tyrese Maxey plus? Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson plus... Number one, Tyler Hero, right? Because when when we say Duncan Robinson, everyone's like, "Oh, but Tyler Hero's better." We're we're saying that because we assume we're not getting Tyler Hero. If we get Tyler Hero, yeah, they wouldn't trade him for they wouldn't trade him for James Harden. Yeah, the, right? now their their opinion of him has faded a little bit because he's shooting a lot worse from three this year and all that sort of stuff. But if we get Hero, get Hero. Then it's Robinson as the main piece, especially if a precious Achua is added, a pick is added, that sort of stuff. Right, that's a that's a deal I'd be more lenient towards. But again, I don't think the Sixers pack package is horrible. Specifically, if we get a couple of extra picks, I'm not that high on Tyrese Maxey, but I think he could be good in the future. But again, it's a it's something happening there. 
right? People are sounded off in the chat. We're going to be talking a lot over these next couple days. There's going to be a lot of rumors, a lot of reports, a lot of this. It's 142 in Newfoundland. Someone asked earlier if we're based in, in Newfoundland. Yes, we're, we're based in Newfoundland. So it is late right now. So we're going <laughs> to... Riker's about to fall asleep. I'm going to fall asleep in my, uh, my Raptors Digest hoodie. Right, that's a... Uh, Got that in, got that in, got the hot sauce, checked the mail today, everything came Amen. in, so it's uh, it's exciting times, right? We really appreciate all you guys for uh, for watching these videos. They're a bit longer, I, you know, they're live, so it's fun incorporating the chat. Let us know if you like the longer length reaction podcast, because they're a lot of fun for us, right? We hope they're- 502, peak viewers right now. I love Final it. plug, guys. We're plugging it again. Pop into the like section. Get into Pop that into like, section. The like section. Get in there because that's the place to be. Right? You want to see the trades. You want to hear about the the <laughs> the trades happening first. It's late. Right? <laughs> Get into the like section. Subscribe. The the keyboard's gone. I don't know why that always happens, but we're on the road to 20k subscribers. We plug. We've been plugging our games. You're mining your games, Riker, for a while in the past few pods. Riker and I are playing a game of one-on-one -on -one when we hit 20k subscribers, right? So it's, uh, you want to see that? Subscribe, tell your friends, right? It's got to happen soon because Riker's got to be in, uh, is, he's leaving Newfoundland at some point soon. But uh, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. The TikTok's been popping, check that. And Riker, do you have any last words? That's it. Cheers. <laughs>